Welcome, everyone, to the Daily Slab for Friday, December 9th, 2022. I'm Nate, and I'm here with your Sports Card Rundown. If you like this video, please click the like and the subscribe button. Helps us get this video out to more card collectors like yourselves. All right, first up is our IG post of the day, and it is centered around NHL hockey. Yeah, we don't talk hockey much on the Daily Slab, but when you do what Tag Thompson did the other night, you get talked about because he scored four goals in the first period, which is an NHL record and five goals or tied an NHL record and five goals overall. The former first round pick is blowing up this year. He's on pace for 60 plus goals on the season and his cards have had some crazy, crazy movement to the point where it might be the best purchase of the year. So what you're looking at here is you got two different cards here, a PSA 10 young guns of his and a PSA nine. Young PSA 10 on the left side, PSA 9 on the right side. Well, the PSA 10 sold back in April for $320, whereas the PSA 9, significantly worse grade, sold for $879 on the 8th, the same day he had his five goals. Is that an absolutely mind-blowing number? Yes, it is. And uh, it's got to be. It's got to be one of the more impressive jumps in price i've seen all year to go from a psa 9 for 320 or a psa 10 at 320 to a psa 9 almost tripling up in price is unheard of at least for me so i can't wait to see what a psa 10 does and see where it goes from there but thompson had himself a game and if you have some cards now's probably the time to be looking to sell because it's doubtful that you're going to get more publicity than a five goal game our trender for today is Somewhat Xander Bogarts and somewhat the San Diego Padres. We're going to start with Xander Bogarts. He signed, of course, with the Padres for 11 years, $280 million. The dude hit 307 last year. He was worth 5.8 baseball reference wins above replacement. And he's been good for years and years and years and years. Uh, He's had positive WRC or OPS pluses uh, like his entire career. He's been very consistently very good. Um, and he has been worth, he's like 29 through his age, 29 season worth 30 plus wins above replacement. He's a very good player and he definitely deserves his 11 years, $280 million that he got. That's the Xander Bogarts part. The other part here is that I wanted to talk about the Padres because the Padres are incredible. They were a small market team. When I was growing up, when you're playing MLB, the show 08 or 09 or 10 or whatever, the San Diego Padres were a small market team that had a payroll of like $70 million on the game, right in line with the Brewers and the Rays and the Pirates and the Reds and any team like that. They had small market payrolls, and it was just the case. You, you, If you were the Padres, you knew you were going to have a more difficult game than if you were a franchise with the Yankees. And in real life, it mirrored that. They didn't spend a ton of money throughout nearly my entire teens um, and into adulthood. And then somewhere along the line, as I got into my later 20s, they decided, hey, we're going to spend a lot of money. Now, their owner is a two-time cancer survivor, and he said, you can't take the money with you, so we're spending it, and he is spending it. Between between Fernando Tatis, Xander Bogarts, Manny Machado, Jake Cronenworth, and Hassan Kim, so they're essentially their infield with Tatis being a DH. I'm considering him a DH in this scenario. They are paying those that that group of players through the end of their contracts $825 million. Now, that number will go up with Cronenworth because he is 
Um, Super two eligible for arbitration this year. So he's got three more years after this point. Those numbers will go up. He's he's projected 4.4 million this year and it will grow next year and the next year and the next year. So that number will go up from 825. Now it could go down also if Manny Machado opts out of his $32 million a year, which I suspect he will. But for right now, that is the number they have for these five guys. And it will go up from there. I imagine an extra... 20, 25, $30 million with Jake Cronenworth's uh, arbitration. So let's say it goes up 25 million. It's 850 million for those guys through the remainder of their contracts. That's insane for a small market club. And that doesn't even take into consideration Juan Soto, who is probably going to be breaking records for arbitration dollars that he's signing. And you just add him on top. And if they get a contract done, it's going to be a 40 plus million dollar a year deal, 10 year plus type of contract for him and you're going to add that on top so the Padres have been busy and the Padres have been spending money and it's both I applaud it for being a small market team that spends money and it also gives me angst because as a Brewers fan I don't see how like if you're a Brewers fan or if you're a Pirates fan if you're a Rays fan or anybody like that how you can compete with teams like this that can have a uh, infield um, if you take each of these players last year's and to Tisa's year prior before he got suspended these players that they've signed were worth 28.4 wins above replacement, according to baseball reference. The Brewers just can't aff- afford that or sign these guys. Um, they could sign Kim for $7 million a year. They could have a Cronenworth, but like you can't afford Machado. You can't for- afford Bogarts. You can't afford Tatis. And so I applaud them, but also for the rest of the small market teams that are still stuck in the small market, it stinks. And it just goes to show you that you need owners that are willing to open up pocketbooks if you want to win. And if you don't have one, you're in for a terrible time. And that is kind of what the Brewers are in for, the Pirates, and all these teams that are stuck in the $100, $120 million payroll area. Until you get new owners, you're always going to be behind the Padres and the Dodgers and teams like that. But at least the Padres, a quote-unquote small market team, are spending. So there's our trender for today, the Padres and Xander Bogarts. All right, and coming up this weekend is PWCC auction number 47. We had some fun with 46. Even I got into the buying card uh, area, and I bought a Jason Dominguez and a Kyle Wright and a Michael Kopech and a Kobe Mayo autos. So that was fun. The Dominguez wasn't an auto. It was an orange wave. But it was a good time, and so this week we're looking back and looking forward to more good times to be had. So if you want to follow along with our PWCC FlipQuest, that is at 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time, 6.45 p.m. Pacific. Should be a great time. As for a card that I'm interested in this week, I couldn't believe it. These are one of those cards that I see, and I'm like, wow, if I just had the funds, I would love to have that because these are the types of cards that always floor me whenever I see one. So if you look up Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and you scroll down, what do you see here? But 2019 Topps Chrome Red Sapphire, or Topps Chrome Sapphire Red out of 5 BGS 9.5. I used to have a base BGS 10. It was one of the best cards I've ever pulled. This, so much better. So much better. I can't believe it's here. Topps Chrome Sapphire Reds are probably the most beautiful cards I think I've ever seen. And there's one ending this week. Uh, Tatis's were amazing. Vlad's are amazing. Every year is amazing for the Reds. And so if you get a chance, come check out this card. And maybe if you got the funds, buy it because it's an incredible card. You might not see come up in a very long time. All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching today's Daily Slab. And I will talk to you guys on Monday for the next Daily Slab. See you, everyone.